Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. Finding a place to write your next chapter. Hey, Rob, I'm very excited about this one. I believe we might be speaking to a guru, another guru of NT Sport, and that's in the strength and conditioning space. Do we have Matt O'Brien with us? Jason, how you doing, boys? He's back. It it took a while. Gee, the suspense was building there a little bit, Rob. Hey, we have Matt O'Brien, who is currently the head of strength and conditioning at the Hellenic, I better say Hellenic Football Club instead of Hellenic Soccer Club because I don't want to get belted and I know how parochial these soccer fans are about calling their sport football. So you're at Hellenic uh, at the moment, Matty. How's that all going for you at the moment? Yeah, brilliant. Um, Yeah, absolutely wonderful. I've um, been a part of the club for probably the last two years, um, mm-hmm. but more so like with the sponsorship with work. So um, after discussions with the president and the head coach, Jimmy Galanopoulos, um, you know, an opportunity arose and to get on as head of strength and conditioning for the men's Premier League. And yes, yeah, it's been going wonderful, that opportunity. Mate, is there much difference between the strength and conditioning approaches between Australian football and soccer? Because I've always thought that you've got players, you know, midfielders at least, sort of running a similar amount of kilometres each game. Um, the duration of games, obviously AFL is a little bit of a longer game, but is there much different in the way you approach strength and conditioning efforts between footballers and soccer players? Uh, there, there is a bit, yeah. I mean... Um, when you when you look at AFL, you know the, the ground the ground itself it can range between the line looks at about 150 to 180 meters uh, in length. The average soccer ground is normally between 90 to 120. Mm. Um, in terms of the running, like offside, make, as you know from your previous soccer background, offside makes it a bit tricky too because you can't um, needlessly just roam around the pitch like you would in AFL and rack up extra pace. So that they'll average you know close to. 12, um, probably 12 to 14. I'd say Walsh racks up a fair high amount. Mm. Um, but whereas like something like um, you know soccer in particular, I tend to try and focus more on high speed running and um, burst efforts, so to speak. So getting the the left wing, the right wing, the left back, right back, um, pretty much to do gut runs and burst runs, but being able to do that 12 or more times a game. Yep. Hey, Maddie. Also, I have to thank you for saying that I've come from a soccer background. I mean, my illustrious soccer career at the Middle Ace has stopped at about under 12s level. But, um, yeah, look, I really appreciate that, mate. Hey, uh, have you found it a different? So we spoke about probably the technical aspects between Australian football and soccer. What about the athlete side of things? Have you found it different handling athletes from soccer versus athletes from Australian football? Who are easier to coach? Who seem more receptive to your advice? Um... That's yeah, that's quite an in-depth question. But I mean, um, AFL, you know, I think AFL in particular, the strength and conditioning side of things, it's it's well underway up here as well. I mean, mm. I, I do find that um, the NTFL in particular, like men's prems, um, it is you know a few steps above in terms of soccer and in, in Darwin. Um, they've got more staff available. They've been doing it for longer, but um, so. You know, I suppose things would be a little bit easier from that stance. But the reception I've got from Hellenic 
um, you know, it's, it's been tremendous. So Dimmy has given me full faith to um, do what I need to, and the players are really receptive with that. I do find it easy. Um, uh, but also easier just because that background, I've got to know him over a two-year period before stepping into that particular position. Uh, and uh, Mattress, yep, sorry, just, yeah, cut out there. Um, so you got some experience now with the NTFL representative side as well, where they play yep. the state league sides. How's that been going as this SNC bloke for the Territory Buffaloes? Yeah, great. Um, you know, obviously very, um, you know, it's a very humbling opportunity uh, to get that from, you know, guys like Rob Moore uh, mentoring me through the Thunder program, uh, Simon Hargrave, I'm, you know, I've, can't thank them enough for the opportunities they've given me and um, you know even the opportunity to be able to work with um, some of the best players up here locally in the NT comp it's, um, yeah you don't you don't take it for granted and working with different coaching staff each time I think I've probably been one of the one of the main staff that's been there over the, the consistent three year period <laughs> we've had a bit of change normally in players and coaching staff but it's good you know like you build relationships along the way and um yeah, it's definitely a humbling experience. And obviously, Mattress, you have that uh, background with the uh, volleyball. I mean, you're still playing, mate. Still giving it a crack down at beach volleyball? Uh, not not so much now. I mean, the body, <laughs> after 22 years, it just gets a bit sore than usual, especially with the joints. Um, you know, like, yeah, it, it gets a bit tough. I tend to do um, stick to my coach and my junior men down at Palmerston there and... Um, no, I'm really enjoying that. You know, they've got a they've got a passion for the sport, and um, yeah, it's definitely providing its own challenge, which is good. And you're a Collingwood and Boston man, mate. You must be happy with uh, how those guys are going at the moment. Uh, currently leading three two. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're one up over over at Atlanta at the moment. Hopefully, we can get the job done. Um, Collingwood, yeah, obviously heavily biased, but um, no, I'm loving what they're doing. Um, you know, from a conditioning side of things, they certainly seem to be able to put four quarters of footy together. And um, yeah, sorry about Tuesday, mate. I um, I thought the bombers, yeah, I thought the bombers were going to get up at one point there, three quarter time. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Maddie. Robbie is selling you a little bit short there. I did want to touch on your volleyball background. So in the studio here, we talk about players like uh, Lance Franklin and Gary Ablett Jr. Now, if we were to put yeah. players local. Volleyball players in that calibre, That's they're the players that we're comparing you with, Matteo. You're like the Lance Franklin or the Gary Ablett Jr. of volleyball NT. So you mentioned a 22-year career. Is volleyball your main passion? I want to I pick your brain here a little bit because we don't have a lot of uh, people from volleyball NT on the show. But what is how is the sport of volleyball in the territory at the moment? Is it is it a sport that appears to be growing? Uh, what what How do you get involved? Not so much exactly how you get involved in volleyball, but is there like a junior system? I don't know a lot of about, about where volleyball is at in the territory at the moment. Yeah, um, in terms of whether it's growing or not, well, I think it has. Um, you know, guys um, up here in the local associations have done a really good job in terms of um, just trying to, you know, generate the game, provide more opportunities for players. Um, they do have, you know, a beach series. Um, indoor indoor beach volleyball tends to be a bit popular here because it's more of a um, an mm. easier code with the net. So. Um, it's a bit more gentle, I guess, in getting, you know, starting and getting into the sport. But, um, no, it seems to be going well. As you said, it's, it's not, um, it's quite big down south, but it's not that big up here. So, um, you know, when you have, when you have sports like, uh, you know, up here in T rugby, 
um, you know, soccer, basketball in particular, and TFL, AFL. It's um, yeah, it's certainly on the bottom of the pecking order in terms of those sports. Like there's a high popularity of those up here, and I don't think much will change with that. Hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's it's great. Like there's there's a lot of like, a lot of local opportunities here to get involved with volleyball. I think just reaching out to someone like probably Bert Lukic from Down Volleyball Association. Mm. Um, yeah, it do a lot of favours and give you an, um, an idea of whether you want to play beach pairs, um, indoor beach or indoor. Yeah. Very good, Matty. Hey, uh, it must be said, you follow some very, very annoying sporting teams, Collingwood and Boston, but they are flying at the moment and you must be a very happy man as a supporter of those two outfits. Hey, Matty, thank you very much for joining us this morning and you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, Matris. You too, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. really appreciate it. Not a problem. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.